Forty chat with poops and two Games at home and away Story stats and history links. About football in Australia Make a start right. Do it Do it Welcome to Kick to Kick We are backwards and going forwards uh, It's Charlie and Tim here And we've got Murph as well Who's joining us Last we heard Murph You were holding Brendan Favola Pretty well in a local football game How you doing? <laughs> yeah, great <laughs> Great team of Scoop. Yeah, good to be back. Um, yeah, kept Feb to a couple of goals that day and then um, lived on that wave uh, for a few weeks until I played him again. Um, and he did he, about the same. Yeah, so look, I, I think I've now, um, as a Masters footballer, um, have finally hit my straps and can can say that I can uh, keep an AFL player somewhat tamed. You've got his measure. I've got his measure. He was 120 kilos and um, <laughs> and was had, had the traditional dad bod going, but other than other than those sort of mild features, he was still very strong, <laughs> like a bloody gorilla. Um, but yeah, I can I can say now I can hold my own against the big fellas. Yeah, well, fantastic. Well, <laughs> I know as uh, both of your demon supporters, you probably don't want to talk too much about the footy. Um, but before that, I thought what we might do is quickly quickly. Um, Ron Barassi obviously passed away. This week, massive figure in the game. Yeah, um, mm, very sad. Some of, some of, yeah, very sad. Some of the things floating around about him, um, the people suggesting that the Premiership Cup should be named after him. Thoughts on yeah, that? I was reading that. I was reading that this morning. I um, yeah, that's so, yeah. What were they saying? Like the Premiership Cup or some, what else have they talked about? There were a few other things. Oh, they were saying maybe a stand at the G or something like yeah. that as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I I like the idea. The fact that we don't have a name for the Premiership Cup, like that would have been my question. Actually, has there ever been a discussion before Ron Barassi's passing where we've talked about the naming of the cup? Has there ever been a discussion about this in years past? This has been Ron Barassi's name has been floated for this for about 10, 15 years by journalists Mm -hmm. and stuff. I guess the major argument is it's a national game, so he he played in the VFL. Do we name it after a VFL champion? But he was also he was one of the biggest proponents, early proponents of it being a national game. So oh, I would say that, that argument sort of falls apart pretty quickly. Yeah. Also, mm. in that game, then if you've got if you name it the Brassy Trophy, you'll have the Brassy Trophy, the Norm Smith Medal, and the Jock McHale Medal. So the three yeah. players or AFL people who have been involved in the most premierships will all have something named after them in the premiership game. So that yeah. Grand final. I think that's a that's a nice sort of rounding out of of the of that of the silverware um, that's available in the game. <laughs> if we were if we were performing a referendum referendum around this, and that was your yes case, uh, you've just won my vote. I reckon that was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now something yes needs to be done. Um, it'd be interesting to see. I, I agree. I think Premiership Cup would be a nice thing to name after him, considering he played in the game where the first Premiership Cup was also presented. Oh, yeah, that's right. Of course. Yeah. 1957 or nine? One of those two years. Yeah. 59, yeah, I think. I think so. it, was, it was Johnny Beckwith who received it. It was Johnny Beckwith who was the captain, wasn't it? So it wasn't. Yeah. 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 That's I like that too. Everything's coming mm. full circle, Tim. I like that. It is. <laughs> um, we sadly also had Cowboy Neil pass away. One yeah. of the Saints' uh, 1966 heroes, five goals in that grand final. Um, it's, we just need to make sure someone's looking after Cowboy Neil and Bobby Skilton at the moment because, you know, if things come, waves waves of three usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but um, very sad that that happened the day 
after the, you know, after that prelim, well, after that final, which uh, we got smashed in. But at least, you know, he was Carlton too. So he, part of him would have been happy, surely. Mm. I mean, Charlie, we're the same thing. Yeah. Sorry, Charlie. Charlie. We were only talking last week about the possibility of him doing a lap of honour or something at the ground. Yeah, because we were talking about the fact that they, there should be like a Barassi trophy for a Carlton-Melbourne game, weren't we? So, mm. yeah. I'd say he had more of an impact on Sydney and North Melbourne, so I think they'd have a say in it too. Yeah. Mm. Carlton probably the least of those four clubs, maybe. Maybe discussion for another day. Well, he, pull, he, he pulled them back after a bit of a, a rough run, didn't he? Like, they haven't oh, had much success for a while. And since, since he uh, if we're talking about Sydney, yeah, absolutely. He Since he was there, they've been his force. Yeah. They barely missed the finals. Um, Friday night, though, Charlie, you were there. Murph, you weren't there, but I'm sure you were watching. Absolutely, I was. Yeah, the chance to go there, actually, and turn out a ticket. Now... Fate had it. It was actually a good decision. <laughs> it was. 96,412 at the MCG. Largest crowd for a semi-final since 1971. Charlie, was it as loud as everyone says? It was. It was very loud. It was, Um, I mean, Carlton support is always loud, but I was I was surprised and uh, and very proud of how vocal Melbourne's, the Melbourne supporters were as well, which was great. Excellent. Um. It was a huge. It was a huge atmosphere. It was phenomenal. I was up on level four, and you know, sometimes, you know, you sort of you you feel like more of a spectator up there. You're not. You don't get as involved in the game, but everyone's just like baying for blood. Like the whole game it was crazy. <laughs> so it, was, it was awesome. Yeah, it was um, um, just just flattening in those last minute. That last minute, it was really the last seconds. five minutes when we missed those shots on goal, and you're like, this is yep, we're not. Yeah, I was uh, I was at a bus stop listening to it on a on the radio. <laughs> I couldn't even see it. Um, here's some fun facts for you, or maybe not so fun considering Melbourne lost. The last four times Carlton and Melbourne have qualified for finals together, they've also played each other. The 2023, 2094, and 88. Mm-hmm. Um, the the crowd 96,412 is the largest crowd for a game that Michael Voss has been involved in. You might say. He was in grand finals, but that was when the MCG was being redeveloped, so those crowds weren't as big. Right. We've also Kerno now has uh, eighty goals, over eighty goals for the season. The last player to do this was in two thousand sixteen. Buddy Franklin and Josh Kennedy both kicked over eighty. First time Melbourne's lost four consecutive finals in their history. And sadly, if you look at it this way, Melbourne's last finals win in Melbourne was 2018 in that semi-final. Yeah, against was that Geelong or Hawthorne? Geelong. That was Geelong that one. I think. I think it was Hawthorne the first one, and Geelong was the second one. I think that's right. I was at both of them, but I can't because I was so excited. I can't remember much of. I know. Let's let's just live on live on that memory for now. Let's live on that memory. There's a premiership Uh, in there as well. Finals in a row. Well, that's Um, we'll live on that memory. That was in that's another state, so we can forget that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Melbourne, the first team since the final eight got introduced to be bundled out in straight sets in consecutive years. Before I this, can't the believe last... that. I thought I thought Brisbane did it a couple of years. Like I thought they did that a couple of years ago. They did it once, but not. I don't think they made final. They didn't make top four one of those years. Okay, okay. Oh. So they lost three in a row. Yeah. Okay. Um, the last side to exit in straight sets in consecutive years was Sydney in eighty six and eighty seven. 
Carlton did it 75, 76. Collingwood did it in 72, 73. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and got an omen watch here for you as well. Every year that Argentina have won the World Cup, the Blues have won the grand final the year after. So 78, 79, 86, 87. So they won it last year. There's, there's so um, many of these like, oh, like I've got, I've got omens. There's omens for every team. <laughs> there are. Holy moly. Um, and the Blues, the Blues run actually reminds me of the Demons run from 2018 that you were just talking about. Because if you remember the year before, they just just missed out in finals like Carlton did. Then they won those two big finals in 2018 and went interstate to play a bigger team. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just hope Brisbane smash them on, on Saturday. Yes. Well, look, I mean, oh. you, would ima- mm. you would imagine that all the money's on, the smart money's on Brisbane, the way they beat Port Adelaide last weekend. It was yeah. clinical, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah, it mm. was. Yeah, we'll get, to like, that. We'll, we'll get to those games in a second, yeah. Yeah, very um, interesting. But uh, you can't win. You can't win a final if you can't kick a goal. And nine. No, oh my god! Jeez. So, what 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 do you both, what do you guys think of now? I'm 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 struggling with this at the minute. But Tom Tom McDonald played the two finals, and I just don't know if at the moment he's up to AFL standard or final standard. Do do we think that you know? Him sitting in the forward line was a better option than than Grundy. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? But you can't imagine like it. Might, it would have made a lot of sense to to have to have Grundy there. Surely, I mean, I well, don't know whether Shaky is the sub. Yeah, course, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. An, an unused sub, yeah. Look. And Shaki's, I guess, the the games I've seen of Shaki this year that he's played, you know, um, can you know. Do, do one or two really good things. And I think, you know, what we needed and what, what Melbourne lacked on Friday night was that person that can do it every time, you know. Yeah. Um, the one, you know, Fritch, the, yeah. Yeah. The one thing I thought was a, who was a great in was, was Charlie Spargo. I thought he, he was. His pressure was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Outstanding. Great. Outstanding. Fantastic. Love, love to see it. But I'm not, look, I'm very, I'm disappointed, but I'm not like, We've got we've got it there. We just it's it's the for like the forward structure we just need to figure out. I don't I don't feel like we're gonna we're gonna drop off a cliff. We don't have we're not Geelong of last year where everyone's forty six in our team. You know we're <laughs> we've still got some you know our oldest player is mm. Maxi I think. So I think we're going okay. Charlie reminds me of the right. um, we just need to figure reminds it out. me of the the bombers in the forties. We won the forty six flag. 47-48, we, we lost, and everyone's like, oh, the Bombers can't kick a goal. We lost that ridiculous – drew that grand final to Melbourne. We kicked mm. what, a 7-18 or 7-28 or something stupid and lost the replay. And yeah. then the, the next year, we got Coleman. We won two flags. Yeah. So maybe maybe the Ds will find their Coleman next year. Jeez, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> <laughs> I did. And funny you mentioned it too, Tim, but I did see, uh, you know, some media today around, you know, what, what's Mel- what's the answer at Melbourne? And they um, they were tagging sort of either Oscar Allen from the West Coast or I can't remember his first name, it's Ollie Lord from Port, um, you know, as potential potentials to come into, well, you know, trade bait mm. for the Ds. Mm. And that, that could yeah. be, you know. The new I feel like Coleman. it's going to be a ve- very busy off season for Melbourne, where there, there's going to be a lot of movement going on. Yeah, there has to mm. be. Um, but look, well, all the credit I guess has to be said to Carlton, though. Like they they played out of their skin, didn't they? Oh, they were yeah. amazing. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, took yeah, most yeah. of their opportunities as well, like you have to do in finals. Um, That's and, it. Yes, yeah. And it seemed like they learnt their lessons. I remember when you guys beat them last year in round twenty-two. 
you had that winning play where you you took risks and you went to the corridor when you shouldn't have and you like it paid off and they that's how they they had that winning play that won in the game that was straight out of that playbook yeah yeah um, it worked, yeah Saturday night GWS and Port this is the one we thought might be an upset Charlie and it was yeah and it was it, it I mean it almost didn't feel like an upset watching it though like they GWS just had their measure the whole time didn't they yep, mm. yep absolutely so, I, yeah, that's that's the one. Like, I think thinking of like thinking forward, and I know we'll talk about it more. But that's that'll be a really interesting. That's the game to watch. I think of, of this coming weekend for sure. Absolutely, yeah, they look great. The Giants look amazing. So yeah. GWS playing their fifteenth final, their first without Nick Haynes in their in their lifespan as a club. They've won nine finals. Fremantle, a club that's seventeen years older than them, has only ever won seven. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, Ken Hinckley becomes the first coach in AFL-VFL history to fail to make a grand final in his first 11 years as senior coach. Only Rodney Ede, Ross Lyon, John Norley, and Bob Rose have coached more games without a flag. Because most okay. get most get the arse. That's why he's... Yeah, well, exactly. He's. I mean, he's been success, very successful, right? Like, as a general rule, that just hasn't been able to get them... And every time yeah. he's sort of heads on the on the chopping board, he just lifts them back up again. <laughs> They'll be nine straight or ten it. straight. That's it. That's all right. Um, I thought well, the Giants, um, their Ruckman Briggs, though, um, he was unstoppable. Like in terms of size, and he was immovable on on the weekend. He didn't have a dominant game around the ground necessarily, but um, Lysett, or when they moved. Um, uh, when they moved Charlie Dixon into the middle as well, into the ruck, that Briggs just could not be moved. He was giving the the, the Giants advantage in so many of those um, contests around the ground, I thought was outstanding. Yeah, he's he's been a big reason for their turnaround as well, I think, Briggsy. Um, just heading back to Ken Hinckley as well. So in his first 48 games, he coached three finals wins. Mm-hmm. In his next 200, he's won two finals. Yeah. Yeah, not great. Um, no. Here's another omen for you. Every AFL team that's won a match by 23 points on September 16 has won the premiership. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is that, how many times does that happen, Tim? Once. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the Dogs in 2016. And um, Toby Bedford, I didn't realise he'd come from Melbourne. Yes. Yeah, yeah, He's a gun. Absolute gun. Yeah. Mm, yep. Yeah, yeah, he he, could, he just he just didn't seem to be able to get in there with us. He was, I think, yeah, good on him for making the most of the opportunity. Yeah, he seemed to be loving sure. it. His mum, his mum was loving it in the rooms afterwards as well. If you saw her on the uh, Channel Seven pro- broadcast, oh, she was loving it. Um, well, so with, this- with roaming Brian, yep, yep, <laughs> she got into a, she got into a few of the conversations. Um, so this is the first time since two thousand and fourteen when two sides have exited in straight sets in the same format of finals. First time it's happened since the post the postseason bye. Okay. So, under the current final system, so two thousand to now, the top four have won twenty eight and lost six in years with the pre-finals bye. Oh, sorry, years without the pre-finals bye. They're eight and six in years with the pre-finals bye. So it's really taken away that advantage. Top four eight and. Oh, as in just finals wins, not not premiership wins. I think, yeah, mm. that's too many. That that's too many premierships. Because surely the top the, the, yeah. the percentage of 
top four premiership wins would be a lot higher than that, I imagine. Yeah. Are the Doggies the only team to win the flag from outside the top four since the um, the Crows did it in 97, I think. They were fifth. But yeah, no, since the pre-finals by I mean. Oh, yes. That was the first, and that was the first yeah. year it came in, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, mm. so definitely definitely an issue there. Um, I've got the current Garriers medal leaderboard. Do you guys know what the Garriers medal is? I don't. Murph? Um, I reckon I do know. Uh, is that the... Is that the- I want to say coaches now, but I feel confident that saying it's a coaches award now. Like the, the coach uh, of the season. There's the finals MVP, basically. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's very, it's yeah. very, un, most people don't know about it. I think SEN awarded the winner last year to Dangerfield. Um, okay. Sam Walsh is leading it on 18 votes. Tom Green's on 12. Canelio, 10. Kelly, 10. I think it's just done off coaches' votes, to be honest. So yeah, so let's uh, let's look let's look ahead to. So the... what, what he what, what he did so good that was um you know what he what uh, Gary is obviously was a great player and and um how yeah you know, if we think about you know Barassi in the Premiership you know Cup for example why is it named after Gary is I agree <laughs> why, why why do we got the Gary is Finals MVP what did he do what did he do with the finals it was so electric Tim <laughs> he won he won two Norm Smiths and he played in lots of finals with the Hawks but. I agree. Well, Dusty's some... won three now. Do we modernise it now and call it the Dusty Medal? Dusty yeah, player of the series? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely the recency, vi- recency bias. Mm. Absolutely. Um, I want to look ahead, though, guys. Um, so the teams that were 14th and 15th on the ladder after round 15 are both into prelims. And if you think about wow. the three, if you think about the four sides that are in the prelims, three of them have new co- ha- have had new ch- coaches in the last two years. Yeah. Hmm. So That's Collingwood, amazing. Collingwood GWS on Friday. We've got Pendleby playing his 30th final. He'll be seventh outright in terms of most AFL VFL finals. Jesus. Um, the thing that worries me for Collingwood, they've played one game in 27 days. And it'll yeah, be wow. have been 15 days since their win over Melbourne when they play on Friday. Yeah. That's a big break. Also, I, I read some I read a stat about how there's zero zip and three coming into this winning prelims against New South Wales based teams. Yeah, Sydney have got them twice. <laughs> GWS have got them once. So never beaten the New so South not- Wales team. Um, this is also, and obviously GWS beat them in 2019 when yeah. that year I think they really underestimated them. I don't think they'll be underestimating them this year. Um, and I uh, and uh, Craig McRae will be coaching his fiftieth AFL VFL game on his fiftieth birthday this Friday night. Hey, that's out. Nice There's a good symmetry. one. Um, yep. And it's it will be Collingwood's eleventh prelim in twenty two seasons. Is that right? Yeah. That's so you you think of you think about Geelong being an extremely successful club, like just a finals bound club. That's eleven in. In 22, they've made the prelim. That's amazing. Yeah, and if you look at that, so Geelong has the record for that with 13, and then you break that down. So Geelong won four premierships from that. Collingwood have won one. Yeah, but then on the even worse side of Hmm. the worst side of that, every team since 2002, every team has played in the prelim except for Essendon and Gold Coast. (laughs) Since what year? Sorry, since what year was that? Since, Since 2002. Every I mean, team's you, played in a played in a prelim. Yeah, 
But if you take it back one year, then we have. You take it back two years, we played in two. You take it back three years, we played in three. So they've yeah, just manipulated. Yeah, we didn't do that, did we? No. Whoever <laughs> put this together hasn't, no. <laughs> um, well, that's, yeah. that's a good sign. That's a just for the health of the entire league. That's a good sign, actually. Yeah, you, you want every team competing for a grand final every competing yeah. to get into a grand final every 20 years. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. You're doing. Mm. I mean, when you when you start looking at flag tallies and, and grand finals, it kind of falls apart a little bit. But that's you know you, you're only one step off it, aren't you? You are. Just, yeah. Everyone's just you know it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like we we've, we've talked throughout the year about you know how Adelaide made it and then fell out Frio last year. Then it's a it's just amazing how quickly the tables can turn, which stresses me out about the days coming out. <laughs> it's the days, I know. It's yeah. Just it's it's it's. It is a game of like one or two percent, and you're yeah. just yeah. you've you've got it or you don't. It's yeah. amazing. You hit, mm. you hit the post or it goes through for a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, oh so, uh, yeah, good. Anyway, sorry. Go on. <laughs> I was gonna say, what are you what are your tips for this game? Not that we ever really do tips, Jolly, but we don't. We don't. But I'm. I don't know if it's. Uh, I'm tipping GWS. Really? Yeah. I just I've. Yeah, like you just said, one game in twenty-three days. I, I don't feel twenty-seven. Like, twenty-seven. I don't feel like they're as strong as they were. I mean, they beat you guys. Mm. They beat you guys. Well, I know, but <laughs> and like as we said, we we couldn't kick straight, and they only beat us by a couple of points. Carlton probably looks better against us than they did. So yeah, okay, interesting. I don't know. I, Murph? I oh, sorry, yeah. Murph. What do you think? Oh, look, I think, I think, yeah, I think uh, Scoop's right. I think GWS on form are looking, and on on that game on Saturday night was just, I hadn't watched a lot of them this season, I must admit, uh, the Giants. Um, but what I saw on the weekend was amazing. And I don't know, Collingwood would have been great and Collingwood would have a really balanced side, but, but it looks like GWS do too. And I think on that statistic of 27 days without, you know, um, I've been one playing game, one, one game, game that sort of length of time. Yeah. I think that might, you know, the consistency of the Giants' side and the, the I guess, positive sort of vibe they'll take through from the weekend's win. Yeah, yeah. I reckon I'll say 13 points, Giants. Ooh. I reckon they've also proved that they can play against quite hostile crowd environments. Oh, they've which won is 11, be, 11 different venues. Yeah, which is – that's going to be a huge thing at the G on Friday night. But they've done yeah. it. Be- they've done it before w- against Collingwood, yeah. and they've done it a lot, as you just said, a lot of times this year. So and, I don't, and I don't think, a... yeah, they're overall yeah, like, on the big stage. No, and someone like Toby Green has a shot for goal on the weekend in front of the Port Adelaide sort of cheer squad, and just like throws his chest back and and kicks it through the middle, and just walks up with a bit of swagger, like unfazed by the whole thing. He's had sixty thousand people almost like they thrive on it. It's great for someone like Toby Green. I reckon he does absolutely. Yeah, you guys are crazy. Magpies by five goals. (laughs) (laughs) Form team of the competition. We've been we've been trying to prepare ourselves mentally for their. Winning the flag. I've got to stick with that with my mental preparation. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. I just I like also just on that on that that game still with Collingwood and the Giants. The Giants backline is quite good. Uh, mm. And I, I look at I look at Taylor, who I don't know a lot about only for recent weeks, but Taylor, their fullback, you know, made Charlie Dixon look small. 
and, and you know, insignificant. So he's going to take my check, you know, and, and get him out of the game. And then you got uh, Jamie Elliott, who's, you know, the other, other dangerous player. And yeah. between Aish and Buckley, like, he's not going to get many touches either, you know. So um, yeah. that's a lot of goal goals sort of taken yeah. out of the game with those mm. two shut down. So Giants still by 13. I love it. I like All it. Right. And then uh, Saturday Twilight, we got Blues and Lions. Last time the Blues won at the Gabba was 2013. Yes, who the coach mm-hmm. was for, for Brisbane. Michael yeah, see. Of course. Um, All right. Three of Carlton's players weren't born the last time Carlton played in the prelim. Sam, Wal- <laughs> Sam Walsh was 55 days old. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. These guys have played in three finals. Their last one was 2009. The Lions won that by seven. The Lions hold the overall lead two to one. Um, every year, oh, okay. Every year, the Blues have won an MCG final by two points. They've lost the grand final as well. So sixty-two and ninety-three, both those grand finals were lost to Essendon. So that stat kind of falls down. I feel like as well. <laughs> uh, but who, what are your tips for this game, guys? I just think it's got to be Brizzy. I think mm. I, I think Carlton have Carlton have overperformed already. I think they can walk away very happy with this season. I just mm. I can't see them getting it done. Yeah. Murph? Especially up there. Especially up there. There'd be something special, though, about a, a Collingwood Carlton <laughs> grand final, wouldn't there be? Like, worst case scenario. You'd have to board up, you'd have to board up your windows. I mean, it would be anywhere terrifying anywhere. in the streets. <laughs> it would be. Yeah. The AFL. Um, would love oh, it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All the money. I think it makes for a better grand final if Brisbane get there. I think um, Brisbane I will compete against the Giants and or and or Collingwood, whereas <laughs> I think Carlton, like like you said, Scoop, I think Carlton, you know, may pull another rabbit out of, rabbit out of the hat this weekend and win, mm. but I don't think they're going to be able to then match up week to week to week for a for whole final series and then bring that on, on grand final day as well. So I'd rather a good game grand final day, so Brisbane for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Brisbane as well. I don't think they'll win by as much as most people are expecting. Carlton will put up a fight, but I think you'll get a run of goals like we saw the Lions score against Court. It'll just get them the win. What a mm. weekend to be in Brisbane this weekend with the Storm. Is it the Storm and the Broncos again? And then uh, no, is it? that was two weeks ago, so it can't be. But this, yeah, be huge. Nice. It'll be massive. I, I was, well, uh, both, I was, both games sold out already too. Yeah. I was in the bar after the game, which I really didn't want to be, just drowning my sorrows, waiting for the train line. To <laughs> yeah. um, but the amount of the amount of Carlton supporters on their phones looking for flights yeah. for this weekend. <laughs> Don't tell me that wasn't you in twenty twenty. <laughs> it wasn't. It was. I, I, as soon as as soon as I heard the first yat da 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 da, I was down that escalator as fast as I could be. I tell you, yeah, for certain. <laughs> But, uh, uh, I got I got three three final shout outs to give before we finish off. First is mm. to Harry Sheasel. He won the best and fairest at North Melbourne. Most Huge. recent play here's a list of other players who have won best and fairest in their first year um in the league. We got Darren Mead was the last in ninety seven for Port. Craig Bradley, Peter Royal, Brian Royal, so Peter Keel, Morris Rioli, Mark Williams, Ken Hunter. Take out Harry Sheasel, every other player on that list is at least 21 years or older. Harry Sheasel's yeah. 18. That's amazing, isn't it? 
Yeah. Imagine going to school the next day saying, "Hey, I won the best and fairest for North Melbourne." Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's not. At, he's not at school. He's, he's, not, he's finished school. But oh uh, yeah. But you know. But even yeah. the university, whatever he's currently doing, yeah. Like, yeah. He, he'd have to be this studying is... at some point. But yeah. I'm just you know. And but think about what you were like at 18 years of age. Yeah. You know, yeah. and what you could and couldn't do. I couldn't do a lot. Yeah. Imagine being an AF. <laughs> you know, but just imagine what it must feel like. And it, you know, hopefully he understands the the magnitude and the history behind what he's been able to achieve because uh, it's huge. Um, yeah, that yeah, is okay. um, that's a, an amazing achievement. Yeah, as you as you said, like all those other guys were were like later, you know, pickups, and then eighteen. Yeah. Um, secondly, I want to shout out to the uh, the snake catcher in New South Wales who caught a snake at the GWS Richmond game in the AFLW. I don't know if you saw that. And finally, I, did, I saw the footage of that. Finally, I've just got a shout out, not a shout out, a request of Jack Rewalt. So he's been put in charge of the making the identity of the new. Tasmanian team, he surely needs to hire Harry Angus from the Cat Empire, who wrote the GWS song. Because my God, their song is so catchy and fun to yeah. sing. So they need him to write another one because it's it's just so good. Yeah, a good. Yeah, they, that's it's good. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, I like, I like. I'm I'm liking that. What was his? He basically like just went and got some blundstones, and he's just like running around, just like spruiking Tasmania. I love it, <laughs> yeah, Big Jack. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's uh let's finish off. Our song is paying tribute to to Ron Barassi. I've got this version of him singing the James Bond theme Thunderball that was taken from the Late Show. Um. And I thought that would be a nice way to take us out. Right. I love it. All right. Well. So what next week, Jimmy? We'll be we'll be talking about the fact that it's going to be a grand all, final, yeah, an all interstate grand final after GWS <laughs> and Brisbane have a win, yeah. and we'll be able to rock up as the ball's being bounced to find our seats. <laughs> I'm loving it. Well, until then, who wrote? He always runs <laughs> while others walk. He acts while other men just talk. <laughs> he looks at this world and wants it all. Oh, he's right! Like hummingbirds. <laughs> he knows the meaning of success. His needs are more, so he gives less. <laughs> They call him the winner who takes all. <laughs> and he strikes <laughs> like thunderball. <laughs> oh.
Thanks for listening to the Kick to Kick podcast present Backward in Coming Forward. You can find all our old episodes wherever you get your good podcasts. If you want to get in contact with us, our email address is kicktokickpodcast at gmail.com. On social media, we have Twitter at kicktokickpod or on Facebook. Or you can find us on Instagram at backwards and coming forward. For a full list of our resources and what we use on this show, go to our website, which is kicktokick.podbean.com. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs>